things happen to you in life that you can never ever anticipate. And many times when those things happen, you want to give up. What are the uses for your life right now that you haven't even reached for yet? See, I believe that when you don't have enough encouragement to act on your dreams or ideas or you're not enlightened enough, that life will act on you. You got to do what you can where you are with what you have. Number one problem in the world today is people say, I'm going to delay my happiness until a future time. Once I get that relationship, then I'll let myself be happy. Once I have the house, then I'll be happy. Once I have the car, then I'll be happy. Once I have the promotion, I'll be happy. Once I have a certain amount of money, then I'll be happy. The problem is you have to bring you to all those places. And people think if I lose, if I let myself enjoy my life right now, I might lose my edge. The athletes I coach think that all the time. Nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, if you don't enjoy the victories as you go, your brain doesn't produce any dopamine, and you actually lose the desire to continue to perform. There's a direct correlation between celebrating your wins and wanting to do more of them. You know what I'd always do when I walk into a store? I'd never get what I wanted. I'd always check the price tag. What's it cost? What's it cost? What's it cost? What's it cost? And when you're always looking at what it costs, you never get what you want. And a lot of us do that in our lives. Every day we're repeating to ourselves, what's this costing me? The sacrifice I'm going, I don't know if I can go anymore. And you lose what you want. You gotta quit negotiating the price. Right now, make the decision that any price is worth it as long as it's legal, ethical, and moral for you to make your family proud of you, for you to make your dream happen. Stop negotiating the price. This negotiation you keep doing in your mind, is this really where I'm supposed to be? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? It steals all your energy, it steals your focus. But those of you that get laser focused, become totally immersed in your dream, that know those babies of yours, your parents. There was somebody in your life at some point, I pray, Whoever that person was, if you were blessed to have them, listen, they were right about you. And maybe over the time of your life and your childhood and grade school and you get into the world and business doesn't work and a relationship and you forget. But I'm here to remind you tonight they were right. And what you're really after is that feeling. What you're really after is the way they made you feel is living up to it. Because at the end of our lives, most of us are not living because we're so worried about what everybody thinks about us. Or maybe what we don't feel about ourselves. Let me say something to you real clear. If you spend the rest of your life worrying about what everybody thinks about you, someday you'll never have to worry about it again because when you die, nobody will remember you were here. Stop worrying about what these people think about you. Live your dream. Worry about the people you love. And by the way, I know some of the very people you're doing it for are the ones not supporting you. They're the ones telling you to quit. They're the ones giving you heck. Just do it anyway. Winning and losing wants to know what's inside of you. It wants to know what makes you tick. It wants to know what your desires are. It wants to know what your ego is. It wants to know what your limitations are. It wants to know what your mindset is. It wants to know everything about you because winning does not lie. When you look in the mirror, you can lie and see what's on the surface. You cannot lie what's going on inside. And that's what people are not willing to see. The lies that are truly going on inside of them that are not allowing them to win over and over. Winning requires you to go so far deep inside yourself. Keep moving. Don't stop feeling sorry for yourself. Don't spend time blaming and talking about what happened to you. See, whatever you talk about, that's what you multiply and expand in your life experience. So don't talk about stuff unless you want to keep on happening to you, all right? You were born to do something great with your life. You were born to do something magic in small ways, in big ways, in quiet ways. Maybe it's not going to be millions of dollars. Maybe it's going to be one person you inspire with your story, what you overcome. One kind word, one message, one moment with one person 
can change the world. And I know you're capable of it. And whoever made you feel special, and if there was nobody like that in your life, I apply for the position. Because I know how great you are. I know what you're capable of. I know this, your dream's gonna be tattered all the time. Sometimes you just gotta hold it together with hope. Sometimes you gotta hold it together with a little Velcro. You're born to do something special with your life. You're not invisible, you're loved, you're cared for, you're cherished, you're believed in. You came here with a purpose to be your biggest advocate and your biggest believer as well. Time is running out on you. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. The separator between me and you and people that win and lose is what we do with those seconds. And you're too slow, you're too cool, you're too casual, you think too much. You need to get in a hurry. The separator in this room, you're all learning the same things. The separator is going to be who takes massive action quickly. If you don't start getting after your dream, it'll get old and dated and stale because you keep wrapping it in cellophane. You keep waiting till you know a little more. Till I know a little more. Till I know a little more. If I just knew a little more, that's BS. You don't need to know a little more. You need to execute a little more. You need to get after it. You need to make some mistakes. Perfection is the lowest possible standard. Quit trying to be perfect. You don't need to know everything. The best people I know in business, they take action when they don't know everything. They learn what they can and they go execute. They make a mess. You can't fake bravery. Watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become action. Watch your actions, they become your character. Watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. Look me in my eyes and tell me you're not about to quit. Like, as a man, tell me you're not about to quit. Like, you're not about to wave the white flag and say, I yield. Like, tell me you're not about to fold. Tell me you're not about to go in the fetal position because the situation and the circumstance has gotten hard. Tell me you're not about to get to a campus and because you're not getting what you thought you was going to get, you want to go back home and you want to call your mother. Tell me you're not getting on campus and because they switch your position, you want to call your father and tell him and talk to a coach. Tell me you're not about to quit. Regardless of situation, regardless of circumstance, regardless of what happens, I'm going to show up and I'm going to give everything I got to it because I'm working for something that's totally different. Right? The question becomes this. Can you be committed to the process of what you're doing without being emotionally attached to the results of what you're doing? Can you be committed to the process of what you're doing without being emotionally attached to the results of what you're doing? In other words, if you don't get what you thought you was going to get, will you still be the same individual? If the situation don't turn out the way you thought it would turn out, will you still be the same individual? The quote says it. You judge the character of a man not by where he stands in times of comfort and convenience. You judge the character of a man by where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. You know what passion is? Passion is an emotion. It's an emotion without an action. Passion will get you nowhere. Inner drive will get you nowhere unless you act on it. You have to act on your passion. You have to act on your inner drive. Don't let those feelings stay inside of you. You got to know what to do with them. You got to know how to make them work in order to get what you want. Don't keep it inside. This isn't about playing basketball like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade. There's guys in the NBA that never going to play basketball like them. This is about being able to think like a champion. Know what goes on in their heads. Understand how you can relate it to your business and whatever you do to take yourself to the next level. Remember, the mind controls a body. The body does not control the mind. What makes these guys special and successful in everything they do is not their physical gifts, it's their mental toughness. They have the ability not to think 
what everyone else is thinking. Decide, commit, act, succeed, repeat. And I don't give a fuck how much this pisses people off. Because I know it's like the popular thing now to, to, to like brag about your trauma and to brag about how all the bad shit happens to you and to post your sad story over and over and over and over again uh, on Instagram every three days. I'm, I'm convinced, honestly, that most people do Q&A just to talk about the sad shit that, that, that has happened to them. I see it over and over again. It's the same people answering the same fucking questions over and over and over again, talking about their problems and celebrating the fact that there's some sort of fucking flawed human. The one thing that all the greats have in common is they sweat the small stuff. They pay very, very close attention to every detail. Michael used to sweat the details so much in his basketball game that it carried on into his personal life. The suit had to match the car he was driving that particular day. But what those details allowed him to do was to put him in the zone to be the best basketball player on that given night. You only have so much energy in your life. You only have so much focus in your life. You only have so much ability in your life to choose what you're going to do and what you're going to be and what your identity and your self-image is going to be. And when you choose to be one of these victims who thinks there's an Olympics out there for the saddest story, that means you have no room to move forward. Three different types of personalities. We talk about coolers. We talk about closers. We talk about cleaners. Good, great, unstoppable. Every team, every work atmosphere, no matter what you do, must consist of those three personalities. If you have those three personalities and you can identify the individuals that have those three personalities, you're guaranteed success in whatever you do. Do not fool yourself that you got it going or you need to be in a big damn hurry. Time is running out on you. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. The separator between me and you and people that win and lose is what we do with those seconds. And you're too slow. You're too cool. You're too casual. You think too much. You need to get in a hurry. The price you will pay for not winning is infinitely greater the rest of your life than the price you will ever pay to win. Relentless is more than just a mindset. It's about yourself. It's about taking yourself to a level that only few people can achieve. The mindset is completely different. You have that relentless action that follows your passion, that follows that inner drive you have, then you get that end result. Other than that, you just have a bunch of emotions. There's gonna be a point in time in your life where what you know is not enough. You're focused on more energy, more intensity, more focus. But you have to take the necessary steps. If you're good at something, you can be great at it. There's always a next level. So don't let anybody tell you that it cannot be learned and it cannot be taught. So as you're in the process of reinventing your life, write a description of the kind of person that you want to be. What are the things that you must overcome? What qualities about your personality you know that you're going to have to change because those particular characteristics are liabilities to you? What are your assets? What are your strong points? You have no room for dreams. You have no room for aspirations. You have no room for the actions that lead to those aspirations because you're so busy filling your mind with the bad shit that's happened to you already in life that you have zero chance moving forward. Explain how that makes sense. Okay, we live in a backwards culture. 
where victim mentality is celebrated. The hard shit, the bad shit, the unfortunate shit that's happened to us is glorified through sympathy and virtue signaling where all these people, all the people you know, uh, pat you on the ass and say, oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Oh, you're so brave. Oh, you're so this. Cool. Maybe you are. But that shit will eventually keep you from getting the life that you actually want. That's the shit that's going to keep you from moving forward, to keep you from focusing on what you could be rather than what's actually happened to you in the past. You get one or the other. You can look forward or you can look backwards, but you can't look both ways at the same fucking time. And so many of you guys have got enamored and sucked into this victim culture that we are shoved down our throats from the media, from Hollywood, from all these things where we brag about the bad shit that's happened to us and we talk about all this help we need over here and how flawed we are. Look at and evaluating yourself to make that determination. When things happen to you, when you permit things to use you, you can't change the past, but you can interpret. You can reinterpret how you see it. So when you begin to look at your past, Give an interpretation that empowers you. I want you to think about, in your mind right now, think about some particular event or act in your life that you feel very bad about, that you really regret that that took place. I want you to see yourself in your mind's eye and say to yourself, I love myself unconditionally and I forgive myself. Are you going to sit there for the rest of your fucking life and talk about all the hard shit that's happened? The hardships that we've had are actually the things that teach us to to teach us to have the skills and the thoughts and the perspective we need to actually become what we want to be because it's preparing you if you have the right perspective for what life is actually like practice makes improvement you can always better your best you can always go beyond anything that you have ever done you never hit a state of perfection you're always bigger than what you do And so all you're looking for are new breakthroughs through practice and practice and practice. You'll get better and better and better. And there's still some things that will happen to you that will catch you on the blind side that you did not anticipate. You'll get knocked down, but you won't be knocked out. You'll be able to get to your feet again, be on the ropes, but you have a fast recovery rate when you work on yourself. You really have to start small and continue, but it's not about how special you are and internal and, you know, now everyone has their own desires, but if you have a desire, you can do it. You can do it. You just have to start where you are and keep going. I want something. If I look silly, I'm not afraid to fall down. I'm not afraid to look stupid. Just because a man is on top one day, it don't mean he's going to be on top forever. And just because you're not on top today don't mean you ain't going to be on top forever comfortable on who you are so if you don't fucking recognize the hardships that you have as an opportunity to build skills by overcoming them and letting them go you're never going to develop the skills that you need to produce more success or produce a better life or produce the shit that you that that you want it's not going to happen stop crying sometimes we think the pain is what controls us it's actually our subconscious mind that if we ever tapped into that that's what dictates most of our lives. Don't cry to give up. Cry to keep going. Don't cry to quit. You already in pain. You already hurt. Get a reward from it. Don't go to sleep. 
until you succeed. Listen to me. I'm here to tell you today that you can come here, you can jump up, you can do flips, you can be excited when we give away money. But listen to me, you'll never be successful until I don't have to give you a dime to do what you do. To be able at any moment to sacrifice what you are for what you will become. You're gonna have sometimes low moments when you won't want to get out of bed. Take full responsibility for your life. Accept where you are and the responsibility that you're going to take yourself where you want to go. Someone said we have two primary choices in life. We can either accept conditions as they exist or we can take the responsibility to change them. See, a lot of people want to exempt themselves from taking responsibility. All they want to do is talk about the problem. Every time you see them, they'll tell you their story over and over and over and over again. You want to take responsibility for your life. I got me here, I can get me out of this. I want you to look at something right now. Think of some major goal you want, or maybe it's one you're already working on, and you have experienced a lot of setbacks, a lot of defeats. You've experienced a lot of disappointment. Maybe you've already given up. Maybe you just need a little fire, a little encouragement to get back in the game again. Here's what I want you to look at. There are winners, there are losers, and there are people who have not discovered how to win. And all they need is some coaching. All they need is some help and assistance, just a little support. All they need is some insight or a different strategy, a plan of action to make some adjustments that will open up the key to a whole new future for them, that will give them access to the unlimited power that they have within themselves. That's all that they need. So what I want you to do is, is think about something you want for you that's real for you that's important for you that will give your life some special meaning and power and i don't even want you to say i can do that i don't want you to assume that see five years ago when i started out in this area i would not have been able to make the mental leap that i would be up to where i am right now i don't want you to begin to just psych yourself out no, no. I want you to be able to say something to yourself that will enable you to maintain a level of integrity with yourself. That when you say this, even when you face tremendous setbacks, it, it will be a benchmark to keep you in the game, to keep you moving forward and experimenting and readjusting your strategy and your plan of action continuously, looking for ways to win. So what is that something? You got an idea you want to move on. You might not have the money. You might not have the education. You might not have the support or the resources you need. What is that something that can keep us going, that will enable us to act on our dream? What's one of those keys that will begin to help us to discover the secrets to our dream? That's all I want you to do when you look at your dream. You say to yourself every day, it's possible. You say that every day to yourself, it's possible. Because what does that do? See. It begins to change your belief system. See, the way in which we operate, ladies and gentlemen, it's a manifestation of what we believe, what's possible for us. Whatever you've done up to this point, all that it really is, is a duplication, it's a reproduction of what you believe subconsciously that you deserve and what's possible for your life. Most people operate out of their personal history, out of their memory, things they've done, things they've experienced, things they've seen things that they have observed. What I'm suggesting that you operate out of a larger vision of yourself, 
I want you to see yourself doing what you want to do, experiencing what you want to experience, having what you want to have, doing what it is that gives your life some meaning and value. Operate out of your imagination, not your memory. Because whenever you look at where you want to go, I'm going to warn you, you will have some conversation back here after you go through the data that you've experienced in life saying you can't do it. And so what you want to begin to do is ignore that inner conversation. Well, most people, ladies and gentlemen, when something happens to them, what they do is they begin to believe that that's the way it is. That's the way it's always been. And they can't see the possibility of it being any different. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And when you get to the point where all you want to do is be successful as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. You don't want it badder than you want to party. You don't want it as much as you want to be cool. You, most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Some of you love sleep more than you love success. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're going to be successful, you've got to be willing to give up sleep. You've got to be willing to work off for three hours of sleep, two hours. If you really want to be successful, some days you might have to stay up three days in a row. Because if you go to sleep, you might miss the opportunity to be successful. That's how bad you've got to want. You got to go days without, listen to me, you got to want to be successful so bad that you forget to eat. Sleep is for those people who are broke. I don't sleep. So I got an opportunity to make a dream become a reality. There's one side of pain that's the suffering and the discomfort side of pain. That's why everybody raised their hands when I first asked, do you have everything I've ever been through pain? Because that hurts. You remember what that felt like. But then there's another side of pain. That's called effort. It's called glory. It's called if you can find a way to push through pain, there's something greater on the other side of it. And, 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 and if you never tapped into it, it's because the first time you felt it, you backed off. The first time you felt, ah, that burn. The first time you felt, that, ah, it's too much. And we rationalize with ourselves to where we automatically stop. That's why a bunch of us give up so much in life so quick. That's why kids have a problem finishing things these days. Because as soon as they feel a small bit of discomfort, of things ain't right, oh, they're gone. I can't do it anymore. But suppose I told you the greatest pain of my life is the reason I'm standing here. Suppose I was able to share with you. My routine was so crazy, man. I was seeing almost nine doctors for nine weeks. 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. every day. 10 days. 10 days from tricep repair surgery. Had my bike flew out. I flew my bike out. I got on my bicycle, my cycle a lot. I got on my cycle. I got on my bike. And I tried to grip the bar, and I couldn't grip it. Didn't have enough strength. And I sat there for 30 minutes until I made up in my mind, stop crying, and grip the handle. Just grab the bar. 
See, sometimes we think the pain is what controls us. It's actually our subconscious mind. That if we ever tap into that, that's what dictates most of our lives. And I'm sitting there and I said, just squeeze it. And I squeezed it. Ten days out. And I started riding a bike ten days out. Because see, pain, pain is tricky. Because if you don't control pain, the common belief, the universal belief, because it had been tried again and again and again and people had failed, the belief was that man was not physically capable of breaking the four minute barrier, that he could not run a mile in less than four minutes. That was the belief on the planet. It had never been done. Here's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Roger Bannister came along. And he broke the four-minute barrier. Now, here's what's significant about that. Since that time, up to this day, over 20,000 people have done it, including high school kids. What changed? 20,000 people, what changed? Here's what happened when they got on the track. They knew it had been done. And because they knew it had been done, there was a new belief about this barrier, about this goal that was unreachable. And those 20,000 people got in a race believing, knowing in their heart that someone had done it, that it's possible, that they could do it. And I'm saying that if you know anybody that had some goal, some dream, something they wanted to do, and they did it, then I'm saying that you know in your heart that if someone has done it, then you can do it. It's possible. And that if someone can make their dream become a reality, then it's, it's possible that you can make your dream become reality. And so as you begin to look at where you want to go, beginning to embrace that, it's possible. I'm blessed and highly favored. I've got a lot going for me. I've got some good stuff in me. And it's possible that I can bring my greatness out here in the universe. That I can do what I want to do. It's possible. I can write my own book. I can have my own business. I, I can take the trip and travel around the world. It's possible. I can bounce back from adversity and reinvent my life. It's possible. Regardless of where I am, the things can get better for me. It's possible. Most of you won't be successful because when you're studying and you get tired, you quit. And I'm here to tell you today, if you got a, somebody came in my office the other day crying, I said, look, don't cry to give up. Cry to keep going. Don't cry to quit. You already in pain. You already hurt. Get a reward from it. Don't go to sleep until you succeed. All men are created equal. Some work harder in three seasons. I'm going to say it again because you might have missed it. All men are created equal. Some work harder in pre To be able at any moment to sacrifice what you are for what you will become. No, there's got to be more for me. And let me tell you something. You deserve it. You deserve a better life. There is more to your life than you've been living. You deserve it. There's a certain delusional quality that all successful people have to have. You have to believe that something different can happen. The first step before anybody else in the world believes it is you have to believe it. He who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right.
Only those who risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. I want to see how far I can go. I want to see what I can accomplish. I want to see what I can do, what I can be, what I can have. I want to see. I don't want to see what I think I can do. I don't want to see what I think is possible. I want to see what my life will look like if I didn't count the cost. When you want something bad, you can't count the cost. Because if you count the cost and you see how much it costs, you might quit. You might give up. So you got to go in knowing that I don't count the cost. I do as many push-ups as it takes, as many sit-ups as it takes, as many reps as it takes. I study as long as it takes. I pay whatever the price is. Why? Because if I start counting the cost, I might quit. I might give up. I might surrender. Don't count the cost. You get to a point where you don't count it. You just do whatever it takes to get whatever you want. Following your dreams is a lonely, solitary, scary, dangerous pursuit. You can't wait for somebody to think you can do it. Because they don't think you can do nothing they can't do. Nobody knows but you. Nobody knows what you are. Even sometimes you don't really even know what you are. You got to take your shot. Have opinions and feelings about yourself independent of the feedback. Look at your belief system every single day and stick with it. Don't rush the process. Trust the process. Don't rush the process. Trust the process. You got to be fearless. You got to be relentless. You've got to learn how to become resourceful. You've got to learn how to become creative. At the core of a creative person is they believe there is always an answer. If you don't think there's an answer, how creative are you going to be? How long are you going to hang with that idea? How long are you going to try to work it and percolate it and create it and make it something bigger? And you've got to be so relentless, regardless of what comes down the pike, that you're always looking for a way to get over, always looking for a way that you can break through, always looking for a way, that you can win, always looking for a way, that you can strike a telling blow. But you got to understand, you can always get a little bit better. You can always excel a little bit more. You can always push it a little further. You can always climb a little bit higher. You can always better your best. You can always go beyond anything that you have ever done. And so all you're looking for are new breakthroughs through practice and practice. You'll get better and better. And when you know what you want, you will do anything it takes to get it. You're going to do whatever it takes to hear me you're gonna go your own way you're gonna do what they want too you're gonna be smart and you are gonna win the fruit of everything good in life begins with a challenge everything is a pill that's worthwhile and it's not going to come to you and it's not going to fall in your lap and it's not going to be something that oh my gosh it just was so simple it's always going to be difficult you need a why. Why do you need a why? Because some days you're going to look at that alarm clock and you're going to say, I don't want to get up. But that why is going to say, I'll push yourself. Get up. Your mama needs you. Your daddy needs you. Your children need you. Get up. Your why is going to push you when you can't push yourself. When you want to quit and give up, your why is going to give you that edge you need, that advantage you need, that lift that you need to get to the next level. Your why. What your why does for you is say, you can't quit. You can't give up. You can't stop. If there's no money, you make up so you're going to bring it. And nobody's giving you an opportunity to create. Your goals are going to push you. Your dreams are going to push you. The opportunity of a lifetime is going to drive you. You will study as long as it takes. You won't go to sleep until you have the knowledge that it takes to do what you're able to do. 
If you do what is easy, your life will be hard. If you do what is easy, complain about your situation, your circumstances. Stand around and be a volunteer victim like everybody else. Surrender and give up on your dreams. Become depressed and bitter and angry. Anybody can do that. If you do what is easy, your life will be hard. But if you do what is hard, keep coming back again and again and again. Get up dressed every day, knowing some way, somehow, with a spirit of expectation, I can do this. If you do that over and over and over again, your life will be easy. You have to understand that easy, quick nonsense is made for the fucking sheep and the sheep never fucking win. Choose the hard path, the path of responsibility, hard work and sacrifice, the path of discipline, humility and ownership that ultimately leads to freedom. You want to exercise your freedom on the world, but you don't want to exercise it on yourself. Oh, you shut the world down for telling you what you can't do, but you won't say nothing to you when you don't do what you're supposed to do. You're not getting up when you're supposed to get up. You procrastinate, but you let you slide. You want to hold them accountable? Hold yourself accountable too. You always want to blame other people. You want to hold other people to the fire, but you're not holding yourself to the fire. There are things you like, you have absolutely no control. You are like a slave to you. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, why are you only giving 50%? What's wrong with you? And you need to get rid of them excuses. You need to stop pointing fingers at people. And you need to start pointing fingers at yourself. What did you not do? And the reason why we fast from time to time is not that we have to fast, but at some point, you gotta fast because you gotta tell the flesh who's in control. I'm in control. You not in control? I know you don't want to wake up. You don't have an option. Get up. We trying to eat. There's a certain lifestyle we want. Because I owe it to myself. And can't nobody stop me but me. You are not where you want to be, not because you need any more gifts. You need to discipline yourself. You need to learn to tell you no, tell you stop, tell you quit. You got to get to a point where you're disciplined. It might require you saying no to your friends. It might require you changing your diet. Whatever it takes, you got to be willing to do it. And you keep saying you're not there because of something else, because it's easier to blame somebody else. I have to take complete ownership. I have to look at all the things that I didn't have control over and say, I got to take control. Why? When you master yourself, you put yourself in a position that a lot of people can't do what you do, and then you become rare, and diamonds are rare. That's why they cost so much. You have to be willing to grit it out. You have to be willing to push through discomfort. Nothing that you're about to try or do that is worthwhile is going to be comfortable for you during the process of creating it. Stop with this hope Stop with this I wish and start replacing those terms with I will f***ing do no matter what. It's a commitment. It's not a feeling. Commitments don't have nothing to do with your feelings. You do it because you're supposed to. It's a lifestyle. Instead of hitting that f***ing snooze button in the morning and not making your bed and not cleaning your house, you don't hit the snooze button. You get up. You don't want to go run, you go run. You don't want to go swim, you go swim. You don't want to make your bed, you make your bed. You don't want to clean your house, you clean your house. You don't want to study, you can study. That's how you start to callous your mind. It's going to suck. It's not going to be fun. Do something that sucks every single day of your life. That's how you grow. Make every day your masterpiece. The secret of your success is determined by what we do daily. And here's the crazy part. All you got to do is look in the mirror. All you got to do is deal with yourself, and then we're going to get to a hole in the level.
embrace the pressure. Pressure creates diamonds. Start to take the pressure that you feel from what it is you want to do and turn that into productive action. Let it be the thing that makes you get where you want to go when everybody else is just taking it easy. No more playing after today. I need you to take control over every single area and we're going to do it one day at a time and you're going to get control and then someday going to be your day. If you live long enough, a lot of stuff will come against you. What do you want me to tell you? That it's going to be a picnic? No, it's not. Will there be times when you can't make ends meet? Yes, that's a part of it. Will you have some opposition? Will there be times you won't know what to do? Yes, that's a part of it. And everybody has what's called a turn back moment. Where the direction you're going, you will have to make a decision to keep going or you turn back. The sad thing is, the average person turns back. But the thing you have to keep in mind before you give up is that if you give up, the guarantee is it will never happen. That's the guarantee of quitting. The only way the possibility remains that it can happen is if you never give up no matter what. The pressure in your life right now has a purpose. It's not crushing you. It's pushing what's on the inside of you out. It shows you who you are. Opportunity comes in chaos. When crises strike in your life, and in the Chinese language, crisis means danger, but it also means opportunity. A chance to stand up, a chance to get it right, a chance to make a new turn. And guess what? You are strong enough to do it. And your life is worth whatever you have to go through. And you can kick on out of those circumstances, whatever they are, where you say, I'm going to keep on kicking. I'm never going to give up. How are you going to make it? I don't know, but I will. Where there's a will, there's a way. There's a way that you can begin to handle this. There's a way out here somewhere. There's a solution. If I really work hard and use my mind and I get creative, there's something out there that I haven't discovered. There's always an answer. You can do more than you think you can do. You can have more than you think you can have. The possibilities for you are unlimited. If you're coming back from adversity and devastation, it's unlimited of what you can do. There's no guarantee that because somebody is now down on their luck, they can never come back. Who can guarantee that you can't make? No one can do that. You don't know what the possibilities are for your life. You want your stuff? It's necessary you take responsibility for it. That you make it happen, that you don't give up, that you don't take any objection or disappointment or defeats personally, that you keep on keeping on, that you don't decide that I can't make it because you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, that you realize that's a part of the program. The difference is not the genetic code, the potential. It's a guy that's willing to get knocked down, finally tell some unfortunate, stand back up, the perseverance to see it through, the never say die attitude. And I go in there, man, and I don't don't win, I showed up, I gave my valid effort. And tomorrow I'll do the same thing. And I'll continue to throw shit against the wall. Every day I'll, I'll throw more up there, try it again, try it again. And I'll never get comfortable. I'll feel rejected, I try. How do you feel rejected when you try? The person who didn't try should feel rejected. The person that didn't try should feel defeated. The person that didn't try should feel some type of way. I tried. I don't feel rejected, I feel good about myself. I tried. I don't feel bad, 
I gave it 120%. You can't never feel bad when you put forth 120%. You can't let the outcomes make you feel whack. I'm not whack. I'm a warrior. I'm not whack. You know how much I went through to make that thing happen? And I will not stop in the middle of the process. I will not be defeated. I will not be destroyed. I will take everything that happens in my life and I will allow the pain to push me to greatness. You will not break me. You will not stop me. You will not defeat me. The only way I lose is if I quit. And I've made up in my mind that I will get a reward for the pain that I go through. You can't defeat me. We spend our whole lives trying to fit in. We want to be normal. But the people we idolize the most are the ones that stand out. If you want to be great, you want to be the best motherfucker ever at what you do, you're going to be misunderstood by everybody. Because you're going to be so fucking obsessed and so driven to get there. That's what it takes. When you are misunderstood to the point where people think you're psycho and you're nuts and you're this and that, why are you in the fucking gym at 1 o'clock in the fucking morning? What's wrong? When people don't understand you anymore, you're in that spot of obsession and drive. To be the best at what you do, you have to be unbalanced to find every bit of energy and strength that you have to pull it off. And it takes being obsessed to where people think you're crazy. If you really want this, you gotta learn to sacrifice. You gotta learn to give up to go up. While they was golfing, I was studying. While they were shooting hoops, I was studying. While they was playing games and sitting up and eating and joking in the restaurant, I was studying. You can't get out of something, something that you're not willing to put into it. You have to put your everything, your everything, your mind, your energy, your effort, your discipline. Nothing is going to jump out the fire. If you don't throw something in there, it's not going to happen. But if you dare to be great, if you dare to go to limits that you've never went to before, they will remember your legacy forever. You know what you gotta do to get to paradise? You gotta fight like in hell to get to in paradise. Paradise starts in hell. So ones that can fight, the ones that come back, those are the ones that succeed. If there's something you once envisioned and now it's real, it's because you didn't just envision it, you brought so much emotion to it that you unleashed all your desire. You became obsessed with it. You started with a concrete vision of what you wanted and you focused on it continuously, didn't you? Wherever focus goes, energy flows. You have to be obsessive. You have to be addicted. You have to be disciplined. If you want to show me you want to win that bad, pack your calendar. You pack your calendar, that's how you show the world that you want to win because everything is based off of activity. It's mathematically impossible for you not to win at the highest level if your calendar is packed from day till night, every single day, the entire year, day after day after day after day after day, without you winning. You gotta work smarter and you gotta work f***ing harder. You gotta f***ing do both. Those times when you get up early and you work hard, those times when you stay up late and you work hard, those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyway. That is actually the dream. Greatness is not something that you meet once. It's something that you meet thousands of f***ing times in your life. And you don't reach it if you're not constantly in constant f***ing pursuit of greatness. And when you do this long enough, winning becomes not something that you aspire to do. Winning becomes who the f*** you are. Ask yourself, what remarkably stupid things am I doing on a regular basis to absolutely screw up my life? 
what would happen if you just stopped wasting the opportunities that are in front of you? Because you're not everything you could be and you know it. And you could be way better. You could be incomparably better across multiple dimensions. Easy choices, hard life. Hard choices, easy life. What we most fear doing, asking, saying, these are very often exactly what we most need to do. There's a lot of things in life that we can control, but we choose not to. Let's say tomorrow, you now sit in your mind, you get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. That alarm clock goes off at 6 o'clock in the morning. Your first instinct is, whatever I said yesterday, I was comfortable. It was a nice day yesterday. I made this plan at 8 o'clock at night. Now it's 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. You hit that snooze button, you've now lost the war. Let's say you get a 6.45 now because you snooze a few times. You go in the shower, now your day's all late. So now you feel a little guilty. Now you've missed your workout. You're running late for work now. And guess what the world's going to do? It's going to you up. You must win the war in the morning. So then when you go into life that you cannot control, you've already mentally won so many battles early in the morning. So you're going into war having already won something. So you're not going to war defeated. You're going to war knowing, I did my push-up, I did my sit I read, I meditated. Whatever you do, you're prepared for what the life is going to bring you. You have to be that person who no matter what's going on, still says, it. I am going to do what I have to do to get to where the I have to go. I don't think about getting up. I just can get up. And you just do it. You make it a habit. You got to get over your mind going, I can't do this. It's too hard and all that. You got to push yourself through when you feel exhausted and say, there's a second win in me. I'm going to find it. But if you find yourself saying, I can't do something, I don't want to do something. But you know, if you make yourself do it, you're going to be a better human being. Then you must do it. Don't hesitate to do it immediately. Some people say, well, that's not a very safe life. That's not a very secure life. If you want security, go to prison. If you want freedom, this is how you live. Don't even use the word commit. Don't even think about the word discipline. Just do the thing every single day, whether you feel like it or not. Your only commitment is to the activity, not to the grand scheme, not to the big picture, not to the implications of what it is that you're doing. It's to do the thing. Habits are the building blocks of our lives. Not the goals or the grand schemes or the vision or the big idea. It's what you can do every single day that matters more than anything. No excuses. Do it. Go full of no girlfriend. Do it. Tired or not tired. Do it. You said you was going to do it out your mouth. You're a man now. And a man is only as good as his word, not his emotions. Emotions don't win championship. So whatever's going to cause you not to be your best, stop it. This is about you retraining your brain to understand this is a fucking process that we learn of discipline and execution and competition with ourselves. And if you want to dictate the success that you're going to create, you've got to learn to master the that everybody else thinks is irrelevant. The biggest war you ever go through is right between your own ears. It's in your mind. The mind is a very powerful thing. It has a tactical advantage over you all the time. It knows where you don't want to go. So it will guide you away from that. And that's why the mind will always win. Until you reprogram it. You got to figure out a way to reprogram your mind to get outside the box. Whatever my mind said I don't want to do, I realize I must do that. 
The greats do things when they don't always want to. And that's the separation. Without discipline, they're nothing. And discipline is doing what you hate to do, but do it like you love it. Because really, the only person that you're fighting every day is yourself. It's not your boss. It's not this or that. Yeah, those are all obstacles. A lot of you cannot control those obstacles. But you can control yourself. We have to regain control of our mind. How you gain mental toughness, how you become the person you want to be, is constantly facing the things that you don't want to face. Where will anything gets accomplished? You gotta work hard. I can't remember what the f**k's in this paragraph to pass this test to get in the military. Read it again. Still not getting it. Read it again. But if not getting it, write it out. And guess what happened? I got it. I can't swim. I'm negative buoyant. Go back again. I can't swim. Go back again. Go back again. Go back again. I got it. I realize if I keep going back and going back and going back, your mind was safe. Okay, we're gonna figure it out because he is not going to stop. To find real, permanent peace, you first must go through suffering. You must go through the dark side of who you are. Every day I demand more for myself than anybody else could possibly expect. I don't compete with other people, I compete with what I'm capable of. A person that's obsessed and wants to just get there, they don't do it with the temperature is. They don't really care, because they know no matter what's out there, no if it's snowing, if it's a damn tropical storm, if it's 20 below, they don't care, they're gonna run. It doesn't matter what the f**k's out there, what's in front of me. I'm just gonna go. And that's how you wanna get your mind. You have to train your brain by doing things that make you uncomfortable consistently. To build this mindset that when things get hard, we don't shy away, we don't quit, we attack. I'm seeing through all those walls. I'm getting to where I wanna go. You have to literally visualize the connection between what you're doing on a day-by-day -day basis with what you're wanting. What do you want yourself to look like 10 years from now? What do you want your bank account to look like? What do you want to look like physically six months from now or a year from now? You have to connect the dots. You have to remind yourself that these little things that you do are going to lead to the big things. If you think that you've given everything, you really have it. If you think you're working hard, you're not working hard enough. You can always do more. You always have another gear, another level of performance. You can always push a little bit harder, get up a little earlier, work a little longer. Whatever it is you want more of, you have complete control over whether you get it or not. People don't have limits. We put limits on ourselves. All of us have experienced some tragedy, and if we haven't, we will. And you can either let it destroy your life or you can build upon it. You can permit it to let it hold you down or you can decide I'm not going to let that happen to me. I'm bigger than this. The night is dark is just before the dawn. And I promise you, the dawn is coming. And it doesn't matter how you get knocked down in life because that's going to happen. All that matters is that you got to get up. Everybody can see, everybody has sight, but very few people have vision. For every minute that you think you can't do it, I need you to offset it with dreaming about the fact that you can. Whatever your dream is, whatever your goal is, you're not gonna be able to make it happen if you don't have a dream party every day. You gotta take out 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, however much time you have, and you gotta actually go in a room, close the door, and you gotta see yourself doing it. You gotta feel yourself doing it. You gotta actually walk in it. You gotta go in the future, live it out, come back in the present, and start working toward it. Every single day, we're not waiting for it to happen. We just don't have sight. Sight is for people who live in the present. We have vision. We're going to make it happen before it happens.
You have to know that this thing is going to work. Come hell or high water, whatever it is that I set out to do, it may not happen in six months, it may not happen in a year, it may not happen in two years, but at some point, my dream is going to become a reality. You cannot get a diamond out of hole without pressure. So stop looking at pressure as something bad. And look at pressure as something that's about to put you I'm trying to tell you, you can win. Despite the circumstance, you can win. Despite the adversity, you can win. Despite the situation, you can win. Despite how much money you got in your bank, you can win. You can pull it off. As long as you're programmed with what you can't do and what you can't be and what you can't have, you will never get up. But I dare you to go into your phone booth like Clark Kent and spin around and come out Superman and say, wait a minute, I'm better than this. Man, don't you know God brought you through too much for you to give up here and die? People can't do just anything to you. Life can't do just anything to you. I don't care what comes up against you. I don't care how big they are. decide that you're going to change, that you're going to stand up to life. I got me here, I can get me out of this. And I'm getting out. I'm not going to be a volunteer victim. You can decide, I'm going to work on myself and develop myself. I'm going to empower me. I'm not going to settle for this. This is not going to be it for my life. I deserve more than this. And you get control when you stop letting life control you. When you get to the point where a tragedy or a child don't make you cry. Some of you are phenomenally skilled, but once life hits you with a punch or two, you're ready to quit. Phenomenally skilled is cute, but it is a phenomenal will that says every time I get knocked down, I will get back up and I will succeed. I will not surrender. There are moments that try the human soul so violently and so perplexing that if the truth were told all of us have had moments that we wanted to throw up our hands and walk away depression frustration anxiety pain disillusion it's just a natural part of the process of becoming a stronger version of yourself it happens to us spiritually and it happens in the world physically you actually have a say-so in how your life goes. You have a determining voice into where your life can go. You have no say-so in what happens to you, but you have a say-so in what you do about it. See, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. Everything you see that's beautiful starts out as a seed, but that seed got to get dirt on it. See, you get tripped out because you got dirt on you, but you need dirt on you to develop because dirt ain't just dirt. Dirt is fertilizer. Dirt is nutrients. Dirt gives you the strength for your seed to push through. See, you got to have dirt on you to push through something. See, you get mad when haters come your way. You get mad because you get a setback. You get mad because you get thrown off course. You get mad because you get a detour. That's just dirt. You get mad because they talking about you. That's dirt. You get mad because you, you lost your mama. That's dirt. But show me something that has grown into something beautiful that didn't have no dirt on it. You got to have dirt on you 
to grow into what God got for you. I'm better. I'm better than I was when I went down. It was good for me that I've been afflicted. I'm better for it. I didn't like it, but I'm better for it. I couldn't see down there, but I'm better for it. See, I was planted in a dark place, but I'm better for it. Every time you go through something dark and you can't see your way out, remember you've been planted, not been buried. I'm not buried in this mess. I'm planted in it. I'm planted in it. And if I'm planted in it, expect me to come back up again. And when I come back up, you won't recognize me because I'm going to be transformed by the experiences that I have endured. I ain't going nowhere. I will break you before you break me. You will not defeat me. You will not destroy me. I'm unbreakable now. You got to take some L's to be a champion. You ain't got to take no L's to be a winner, but you got to take some L's to be a champion. And you tripping on your L's. Your L's about to prepare you. Everybody's got a plan to get in the fucking mouth. So when your plan fails, when you get knocked the down the fucking canvas, when everything falls apart in your life and your plan is fucked up, what the fuck are you going to do? There's only one motherfucking option. Stay fucking hard. Put yourself in a position where you can't retreat, where it's do or die, sink or swim. Here's what you'll find out. You'll develop incredible swimming skills. Through the inspiration of desperation, you'll become more creative than ever before. When your mind knows it's not going to quit, your body will adapt to whatever is in front of it. Learn to not let life hijack your brain. Don't allow all these things to make you a lesser person. You must own your mind. Don't let life own yours. As long as you got breath in your mouth, don't you ever give up. Don't you ever give in because I never told you it would be easy. But with mental toughness, you can get it done. I don't care how hard you fall, fall on your back. Because if you can fall on your back, you can look up. And if you can look up, you can get up. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this destroy me. I'm coming back. And I'll be stronger and better because of it. I don't care where you come from. I don't care where you were raised. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what gender you are. I don't care about any of that shit. If you do the work consistently, if you invest in yourself consistently, one plus one is always going to equal two. Two plus two is going to equal four. And ten years of motherfucking work is going to pay off. You can do this. Don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. It takes courage to act. Part of being hungry when you've been defeated, it takes courage to start over again because of past experiences, past defeats, past pain. We look back, well, it didn't work out then. It probably won't work out now. Courage is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Michael Jordan said in one of his interviews, I missed 9,000 shots when I was playing basketball at the NBA games. Does it make him a failure? No. He's one of the greatest basketball players of all times, but he failed 9,000 times. We all fail. It's okay. What is not okay is that when you fail, you stay down. Whoever stays down is a loser and winners will fail and get up fail and get up fail and get up you always get up that is a winner
And I'm telling you, you're not where you want to be financially and it's not going to take 20 shots. You're not where you want to be in your marriage and it's not going to take 20 shots. You're not where you want to be in your personal life. You are not the person you want to be and it's not going to take you 20 shots. For some of you, it's one more shot. For some of you, it's two more shots and you have not given yourself enough credit to say, I just need to get up a half hour earlier and my whole life will change. I just need to get up one hour early. I just need to work one hour longer. When it just doesn't make any logical sense to go on, that's when you use your emotion, your anger, your frustration, your fear to push further when your feelings are screaming that you've had enough. When you think you are going to break emotionally, override that emotion with concrete logic and willpower that says one thing. I don't stop. You've got to make those kind of declarations to yourself. I'm unstoppable. This will not get me down. I'm not going to be denied. I'm going to go up in here and I'm going to do this. You can't have any doubts. You got to believe this for yourself. You got to believe I can do this. I was created for this. I was called for this. I was curved for this. I was shaped for this. I was meant for this. You gotta be doubtless or you can't harvest. You got to be the kind of person that you are fearless. Fearless. Folk leave fearless people alone. You are unstoppable. And because you are unstoppable, because you've got power that you haven't even begun to use yet, you ought to yourself to release your brakes. Some people want to always step into something that is always finished because they don't understand the power of the process. It's good to be afflicted. It's good to have to worry how I'm going to make it. It's good to have to scuffle your way up. The harder the battle, the sweeter the victory. It's good for you. Why? See, when you win, it's hard and there's a struggle. See, what you become in the process is more important than the dream. That's far more important. The kind of person you become, the character that you build, the courage that you develop, the faith that you're manifesting. You get up in the morning, you look yourself in the mirror, you're a different kind of person. You walk with a different kind of spirit. It is easy to be negative today. It is easy to have low morale today. Anybody can do that. But if you can begin to harness yourself and say that where I am, I'm going to do the best I can with what I got because that is an expression of who I am. And you'll be surprised at the things that you're able to do. When you learn how to block things out, when you learn how to keep that eye single, you'll be surprised at the ideas that will come to you. You can decide, I'm going to work on myself and develop myself. I'm going to empower me. I got what it takes. This is my day and nothing out here is going to stop me. When everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more, it's a lonely feeling. Oh, it, it hurts very badly. I know what that's like. They look at you with that look and say, why don't you try something else? Why don't you give up? Get away from these people that's in your life that ain't doing nothing. Get away from people in your life that's hating. Get away from them. Get away from them. If you take an oak tree seed and you put it in a two-foot pot, that seed will never become the oak tree that oak trees are capable of becoming because it's going to get stifled by the two-foot pot. Now check this out. Ain't nothing wrong with the seed. The seed just fell prey to the environment. 
Don't you allow your environment to dictate the oak tree that you become. Anytime you move from being normal to trying to be exceptional, people aren't going to like this. Those normal people, it makes them feel like sh**, so they'll judge you. And that's why every true leader, they're called weird, they're called eccentric. When you do the things of real leadership, you're going to be called strange. Get strong enough in your own skin that when people laugh at you or when they throw stones at you, you keep on going. I respect any motherfucker that wakes up every day and work their ass off to live their life and lifestyle. Clubbing, partying, hanging out, that ain't for me. I'm going to be out here running in the hot sun, practicing. While everybody else is clubbing and hanging out, you got your focus right. Don't expect people to understand you. Don't expect it to make sense to anybody why you've got to do this. Why you have got to go. Why you leave. This is a good job. I'm going. They pay you well. I'm going. Why? I don't understand. You don't have to. I'm going for me. This is something I have got to do. How are you going to make it? I don't know, but I will. The universe responds to the man or woman that refuses to be denied. Because that is your commitment. That business that you want, that book you want to write, that dream that you have of controlling your destiny, that is yours. That's available to you. But you've got to be willing to stand there and face disappointment, not have support, feel lonely, doubt yourself sometimes, be rejected again and again and again, become bankrupt if necessary again and again and again, and refuse to turn around until life gives it up. Life will always be to a large extent what you make it, not what circumstances will make of it, not what other people will make of it, not what other people say it will be, not what the environment will try and dictate to you, but what you make of your life. So when you're uncommon, get ready for the criticism. When you're uncommon, get ready for the opposition. When you're uncommon, get ready for the common people not to understand you. If I decided to experience the fear of rejection, the fear of no, the fear of failure, the fear of standing by myself, the fear of people not liking me, what else is available? Of taking a chance, the fear of losing it all, what else is available to me? People are going to think you're crazy. You don't have nothing but lint in the corner of your pocket. You out here talking about living your dream. And people laughing at you. And they're doubting you. It takes guts, ladies and gentlemen. But let me tell you, I believe in revenge like Frank Sinatra. He said the best revenge is massive success. Instead of killing them with kindness, torture them with success. When your life gets f***ing hard, and life is coming at you, you will panic and you will forget who the f*** you are. Because in the worst of f***ing times, you are alone. You must get your f***ing self out of the f***ing sewer. No one's coming in the f***ing sewer to get you. It's dark, it's nasty, there's rats down there. It's your brain. You are the only person that can pull yourself out. Anything you focus your mind on, you can change. You don't like the way your life is going, you're the only one who can change it. You don't have to be an alcoholic. You don't have to be a failure. You don't have to be anything you don't want to be. If you ever decide to change your mind. And if you're having one of those dark days, it's okay. 
it's okay to feel that darkness. Embrace that darkness. I don't care who you are. I don't care what title you hold. I don't care what position you're in. I don't care what it looks like to people. This is not about people. This is about your life. Don't you quit. Don't give up. You have to get up. In the chaos is an opportunity. It is the chaos of the time that creates the conqueror in the man. Those exceptional people who are uncomfortable with the time that rise to the challenge because they refuse to allow the chaos around them to determine the conqueror within them. People who resist the toll to go down and stand fiercely in spite of opposition and say, I'm going to do it anyway. You're going to have people to do things to you. Things are going to happen to you. And the most important thing to do is to harness your will and let it go. Move so you can grow. So you can get on with your life. It doesn't matter about what happens to you. What matters is, what are you going to do about it? Start working and developing yourself now and prepare yourself for what it is that you want. Because you expect to get it. You don't like where you're at? Don't worry about it. It's just a step. You don't like how you feel right now? Stop crying. It's just a step. Why are you up all night over a step? Why would you be weeping and worrying over one step in the whole topography of your life. You can't judge your life by where you are in this moment. Do you not know that where you are will pass? What you're worried about will pass? Don't you understand that one day you will look back and laugh at the thing that kept you up all night? Don't you understand that it's not nearly as major as you thought it was? You can live without your house. You can live without your car. You can live without your friend. You can live without your husband. You can live without your wife. There's more in you right now that's represented in your bank account. There's more in you right now that's being reflected by your life right now. Your life is not a true reflection of your potential. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to stand up. You can't talk out now. You can't fold now. It's not there to stop you. It's only there to challenge you. You want to grow through it. Tough times never last, but tough people do. You going through hell? Don't stop. Keep moving. You keep on swinging and the universe will yield to you. Energy is measured by motion. That's why the devil wants you to sit, shut up, and feel sorry for yourself. But try to blow the devil's mind this morning. Just when you think he got you down, you ought to suck him and press. Is it easy? No. Is it worth it? Yes. Yes, your life is worth it. I came to tell somebody, you got just enough strength left. You got just enough time left. You got just enough energy left. to run from the chaos. Stand still and let the chaos run from you. Life will knock you between the eyes. It will catch you on the blind side. Come out of nowhere. Stuff you can't anticipate. That will knock the wind out of you. You want to give up. You will not be challenged in your convenience. You will be challenged in your chaos. When you run out of money, when things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? If you know the why for living, you can endure almost anyhow. You will be tested. And how you face that test and how you overcome that test determines the rest of your life. The one mentality that you must have in life is that regardless of what's in front of you, you still must grind. I'll never be in the Olympics. I'll never be a professional athlete, but still I grind. 
I feel that most things I do, but still I grind. I don't want to do half the shit I do, but still I grind. You don't have to force yourself or motivate yourself to think negatively, to be depressed, to hate somebody, to want revenge, to want to get back at somebody, to beat yourself up over the head. You don't have to make any effort to do that. Your mind is on automatic. It will do that by itself. But if you want to begin to move into your own personal greatness, if you want to begin to really enjoy a happy, successful, healthy life, you've got to be willing to go against the tide. You've got to be willing to harness your will and say, in spite of this, I'm in control here. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this destroy me. Before you are boxed and buried, decide that you're going to box and bury your fears. Decide that you're going to begin to live life on a new level, seeking out new horizons. It's necessary that you look for ways to always find a way to pull it out when everybody else thinks that you are defeated. But you've got to take personal responsibility to know that in order to become successful, you've got to make it your personal business to do it. Decide that you're going to push yourself. Most people won't do that. Most people give up on themselves easily. You know the human spirit is powerful? There's nothing as powerful. It's hard to kill the human spirit. But when you have a made-up mind, you don't care about the facts. You don't care about the odds. The power to hold on in spite of everything. The power to endure. This is the winner's quality. The hunger, the ability to face defeat again and again without giving up. This is a winner's quality. You have that quality within you. In life, we have to continue pushing past the odds. Use everything this world has to give you for fuel. Stand up for your dreams. Stand up for what you want in your life. Decide that your life is so meaningful to you, that you love you and you love life so much that you're going to stand up for what you believe in because you can fall for anything. I'm doing this because I want to make my mama proud of me. I'm doing this because I want my children to have a better life. I'm doing this because all my life I've been told I'd be a loser, that I wouldn't make it. I'm doing this to make them a lie. I believe like Frank Sinatra, he said the best revenge in life is massive success. But if life's got you down, I need you to get up and prove them wrong. I am not suggesting that you don't work hard in terms of an idea, but I'm trying to tell you if you grind, 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 you will be broke the rest of your life or you will barely make it. This society did not become rich by workers. It came rich by the people who knew how to put the workers to work. <laughs> uh, come on, somebody. I know, ouch, amen, whatever you want to say. It's the truth. This country got rich off of 400 years of not paying nobody. That's how they became rich. It's free labor. You making somebody work for 400 years for free? Yeah, you rich. You ain't got to pay nobody. You ain't got to do insurance. <laughs> I don't get insurance. I don't even get like paid vacation. I don't even get to take no time off. I'm a slave and I'm sick. You got to go pick cotton. And then if you get sweet with it, Eli, with it, you get sweet with it and make a machine, you're not about to get the patent to the machine. Your master about to get the patent. And you might get lunch regularly. But you're not about to get paid. Kill that worker's mentality. You value effort over execution. For real. I love it. I love it. You, I love it. The have-nots, you think because you put in 50 hours, even though it was at 
You think that's the same thing as execution? It's not. I was with my wife the other day, and we had, like, look, we just got overwhelmed with it. We never knew that many people was going to buy. Like I said, we don't know who we are in the earth. We know that many people was going to buy the journals. Like, it was just unbelievable. So we all had to. Carl House, my house, we all packing books, putting it up. I promise y'all, the way my wife worked, I was like, yo, I can't do that. I just bowed down to it. I was like, wow, you got MS and still killing me. I bowed down, sweetie. I need a break. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I would have been a house Negro. I'm like, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being 100. My wife on some field stuff. I'm like, I can't do it, sweetie. I'm like, no, my wife was like, yo, when those boxes come in, those people ordered it. I don't, however many boxes come to our house, they must all be shipped tonight. I was like, boo, we don't even know how many boxes is coming. <laughs> I said, can we count the boxes first? <laughs> we have no idea how many boxes coming. We don't even know if we have enough supplies. My wife, that's a different mindset. My wife said when they come in the house, they will be packaged. And whatever post office she found out, one point I said, the post office closed at 4.30. She said the one in our neighborhood, the one up the street 15, 20 minutes away, it closed at 9.30. I said, how do you know that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I only know about the one in the by, by the neighborhood. She got a different mindset. So a lot of you think for real, like you put in a lot of effort and you looking at your boss like, what's up? But what you don't realize is your boss don't make money off of effort. Your boss make money off of execution. So I watched my wife grind and we got them soakers, suckers done and they kept coming in and she kept doing it and I was burnt out. I ended up getting a gig. I was like, praise God, I'm out. I was on the plane first class like, thank you, Father, for the break. You know what I'm saying? Bless her heart. Right? They like, they, you entertainment seeking. E, did you see power? Absolutely not. Did you see the game of throw? Absolutely not. I'm trying to blow up. I'm trying to blow up after the blow up. I'm number one. Now I'm trying to find out what's after number one. And you know what that is? That's not a speaker. That's a businessman. So I'm trying to own as many companies as I can, get as much equity as I possibly can. I don't got time for the Game of Thrones. I'm playing my own games. I'm trying to sit on a throne. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get a throne. I'm just saying, for real, some of you broke and you still entertained. Like, I'm not even tripping on those of you who got money and you comfortable and you want to chill and watch it. I'm talking about those of you who are complaining about your job. You ain't got no money and you sitting here complaining about, but then you watching all the TV programs. That's a have-not mentality. The rich person made Game of Thrones. They, they don't even watch it like you watch it. They can't even enjoy it. They put that joker together. They watch it like, that didn't come right. Oh, Lord. She didn't say it right. They were awful. Oh, man. Okay, next episode. You sitting there in a house that you, not even, you can't even afford. You and your mama basement watching Game of Thrones. You just, you just comfortable. You just... I just need to come out right now. See, give me a device on the next one. We can just start hitting folks in the face. Just blah. I need to bring you to your senses. You and your mama basement watching TV. All right, all right. Pleasure before payment. For real, you like to get, you, you, you do things that you can't afford. For real, you do stuff you can't afford. And then you don't understand that this society is built rich off of people who like pleasure before payment. They making money off of you because you buy a car you can't afford and they charge you five, six times more for it. They give you a house that you can't afford and you thought it was 300,000, but come to find out when you finish paying for it 15, 30 years later, the house wasn't 50, 100,000. Now it's about 700,000. 
You didn't pay the extra $500,000 for a house. That's not worth it. But they caught you because you was broke. They saw you watching the game. Of th- they saw you. No, they laughing and they think I'm playing. They got you monitored when you watch it. They know your spending habits. I'm not, this thing is crazy. I wasn't even in Michigan for four months. I was on the road. I came back, went to like the Myers, and I just brought one, hey, I brought one thing, and they gave me coupons for everything I buy. I was like, somebody watching me. <laughs> How they know I eat that? And I eat that. And I eat that. And I ain't bothered in a while. And they just gave me a coupon for it? They watching you. You just thought the mail came randomly. <laughs> a car came to your crib, credit card. You're trying to start a business. You're broke. We're about to give you $50,000 at $2 million interest. <laughs> you didn't read that part. It was so small. You was just geek. I got a credit card. I prayed and the credit card came. No. Don't put that on God. You didn't make your holy, a credit card holy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know, but I, I know, but they get mad. Let me stop. They don't value delayed gratification. You're undisciplined. Man, if I could go here, but I can't go here. Man, listen to me very closely. A lot of you could be millionaires, but because you're not disciplined, he pulls on a couple. Some of you, you, because you're not sexually disciplined, You've had people take stuff from you and you've been in places and relate. I just saw two young women that lost their lives that was on some dating thing and went to some man. I was just like, yo, where they do that at? Where do you just trust somebody online that you don't even know? What was it about you that you were so had so such a low self-esteem and then was twins and sisters? That you just gonna go to some man house you don't even know? People buying stuff. I'm like, well, you ain't grateful for what God, you got to get the extra hookups. I ain't mad at you, but if you, if you do that, you understand what you attract in. And then you mad when you ain't attracting a, a successful man of character and integrity in God, but you're not putting that out. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Listen to me very closely. Somebody, your zero is going to go to the next level when you can learn to say no. I was just at a function. My man was like, E, you did a phenomenal job, bro. Uh, we doing happy hour at 3.30. I said, my plane leave at 3.50. He said, you're not going to stay for happy hour? I said, bro, I'm not here for no happy We don't know each other like that. Happy hour? I came to speak. I didn't come to build no relationship with you. I didn't come to drink with you. Drink? Bro, I don't even drink. And if I drank, I would drink at home. I wouldn't drink in front of you and get loose like that and start talking crazy. You don't need to know me like that. You need to know me as the number one motivational speaker in the world. Flawless. I'm not, but that's what you need to know me as. You don't even need to get close enough to me to know my faults. This is a business transaction. You're going doing business with people drinking like y'all. What you being social for? You don't have no discipline. Drink when you get home. You just see some free wine. You see some free alcohol. Drink when you get home. This is business. Boundaries. There are boundaries. My man like, yo, why you got to go? Because I'm married. I got a wife. I'm going home. We finished. We 
ain't got no more business to do. You told me you wanted a two-hour presentation. I did it. I'm going home. But E, this is a resort. And I'm going home. Why? Because I can't get in trouble at home. I can't get in trouble at the crib. I can get in trouble at this resort. It's a lot of temptation at this resort. So I'm going home. Where I, it's okay to get into temptation at the crib. <laughs> it, the bed is undefiled. Like I can come home and do this. I can't be doing that over there. And many of you are not where you're supposed to be, not because you're not gifted. You have absolutely no discipline. 